Welcome to the Just Glow With It podcast, a lifestyle and personal development podcast inspiring women to glow up and create the life of their wildest dreams. I'm Jasmine, podcast host, certified life coach, and your go-to glow girl for all things living an aligned life of abundance, beauty, and luxury. Just Glow With It is for the modern woman who is here to do the real work, make mindset shifts, and are also down for happy hour with the girls. We're combining the metaphysical and material world in order to create our most aligned, high vibe, and abundant lives. If you're ready to tap into your glowness, uncover your divine purpose, and live a fabulous luxe life, then keep on listening. As always, remember to just glow with it. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the Just Glow With It podcast. I hope you are all having an amazing day. I am recording this episode on a beautiful, cozy Saturday morning. I've just spent the morning drinking some coffee, journaling, playing with my cats, and honestly just trying to find moments of peace and stillness through the midst of all the chaos that is going on in my life currently as you already know I am in the middle of moving preparing for my move and you know doing all those things and also running my business and handling everyday life stuff and it's just a really busy chaotic time there's a lot going on and I'm just being extra intentional with making sure I'm taking care of myself first and foremost and I'm really being disciplined with my habits that set me up for success such as my morning routine and my evening routine and finding moments throughout the day to kind of check in with myself so that's kind of what's been going on but nonetheless all good things all exciting things just a little stressful and a little chaotic but you can't have the good without the bad right it's all about a balance so anyways as I was sitting thinking about what I wanted to share on the podcast and what I wanted to talk about I realized that something I haven't talked about for a while which is an important practice in my everyday life and what I teach in my business is self-love. Now I know self-love is such a broad topic and there's so much that is involved with self-love and how to start your self-love journey if you are in the beginning stages of your own self-love healing journey i definitely recommend checking out my youtube video that i have all on how to start your own self-love journey i get very in-depth and i share step-by-step process on how to begin your own journey so if that is you i will leave a link to that in the show notes specifically i was thinking about all of the changes i made for myself that helped me to not only cultivate more self-love but as a byproduct of that change my life. Our self-love, our self-worth, and how we see ourselves and how we feel about ourselves really does determine our everyday experiences. It shapes the relationships that we have with people in romantic ways and, you know, platonic. It shapes what we tolerate. It shapes uh, how we feel about ourselves. It, it, plays a role in the things that we choose to go after in life, you know, and I've seen how a lack of self-love or low self-love can directly impact your life. And now that I'm at a point where my self-love isn't 100% perfect and I don't think it will ever be, but I definitely am at a point where I know my worth. I have very firm, solid, boundaries and a sense of self-love that no one can ever take away from me because I have worked really hard on ingraining it in my soul, in my mind. Nothing anyone does or says can ever break that for me because I've just built it up to be so strong now. And as I was thinking about that, I was kind of reflecting on what were those exact shifts that I made. I came up with four 
specific self-love shifts that I made for myself that really helped me to change my life. And I was reminded of this actually from a previous YouTube video that I had posted a while ago. And I know not all of you are subscribed to my YouTube channel, so I wanted to share what I previously shared on there onto the podcast. Now, obviously there are so many shifts and changes and things to do when it comes to your self-love, but for me, these four specific changes that I made were the most powerful and the most impactful, I think, up until this point. And so I just wanted to share these shifts with you to inspire you to cultivate these shifts for your own self-love journey and for your healing and all of that. Just a side note, I cannot wait till I am no longer living downtown because it is so hard to record anything without being interrupted by all the noise going on right now. So if you can hear construction or anything like that going on, then I apologize. Bear with me. I have a few more weeks left of this and I'm going to continue pushing forward, even though it's really irritating. So anyways, please disregard that as much as possible. I'm going to try to ignore it. But what I was going to say is I get a lot of DMs and emails and comments and things from people saying that they really want to work with me on a deeper level other than just listening to the podcast or watching my YouTube videos or, you know, consuming my free content, but that the one-on-one coaching is not necessarily as accessible for them or it's a little bit out of their price range. And I get a lot of questions of like, do I have any other options or things that they can take? And I just want to say, I completely understand. We all are on different levels. Levels of our personal development journey. I know when I was first starting out, there was no way I could afford a one-on-one coach. It just wasn't in the cards for me at that time. And so I decided I wanted to create a self-study program for my people who want to work on themselves on a deeper level, but maybe one-on-one coaching is not necessarily that next step that they're ready to take. So what I have done for you guys is I created a self-study course on manifesting a new mindset. And this may sound familiar to those of you who participated in the live challenge version of this. First of all, I, I got so much great feedback from the people who participated in the live challenge saying that it was exactly what they needed, that it was really powerful, deep work, I got a lot of messages saying people were crying and it was just very, very powerful work, which I love that it helped you so much in that way. And I also got a lot of messages from people who wanted to participate after the challenge had ended already. So what I did was I put all the content together as a self-study course. So for my people who didn't get a chance to do the challenge that when it was live, you can do it now on your own. And this is definitely a great program to do if you are still in the beginning slash middle level of your personal development journey and you're really wanting to manifest and create a new mindset. And the reason why I feel like this is a great starting point or kind of like middle beginner's point is because in order to create any other change in your life, you have to start with your mindset first. Your mindset is the foundation to everything else. And if that isn't worked on, anything else that you try to work on is not going to really be built on a solid foundation. So what Manifest a New Mindset includes, it's four different modules and they're audio recordings. So you can listen to them while you're getting ready for the day, while you're commuting to work, while you're cooking dinner, like you can just have 
have the modules playing in the background and each module touches on a different aspect of the mindset and takes you through a powerful process of reprogramming your mindset and so with each module you also get for beautiful worksheets filled with powerful journal prompts to help you kind of walk through this journey and also get clarity and really dig deep. So that is available to you guys for anyone who wants to purchase manifest a new mindset and there is also a bonus so this is an amazing bonus for those of you who want to work one-on-one with me but maybe my one-on-one prices are kind of are a bit out of your price range so if you decide to pay in full for the manifesting new mindsets you get one week of voice messaging support from me and this is where you can ask me specific questions and you can really dig deep in my mind and you get to work one-on-one with me so definitely take advantage of that because my one-on-one coaching is my highest ticket offer it's the most access that you have to me so if that is something that interests you and you feel like you're ready to cultivate a new mindset before the new year this program is for you so you can also check that out dm me if you have any questions i would be happy to help in any way that is all i have to share so without further ado let's just go ahead and get into this episode so the first shift that i needed to make in order to cultivate more self-love was to start holding up my boundaries so i know the word boundaries has become such a buzzword in the personal development and wellness industry i do think boundaries are so important our boundaries tell people how to treat us our boundaries will tell people and show people what we deem acceptable and unacceptable what we won't tolerate what we expect and our boundaries also tell us what we can and can't handle and things like that our personal boundaries are basically like the rules that we set for ourselves and for the people in our lives and the people that we may come into contact with now what i have found in my own self-love journey is that creating boundaries is not the difficult part the real challenge is being able to uphold your boundaries especially when you are in the face of pushback or resistance i want to give a quick example of what i mean by this and something that i struggled with personally so let's say that you have a friend right and this friend always comes to you for all of her problems all of her issues you are that go-to person for her and you are always there for her you're always there to listen you're always there to give her advice and whatever that she needs but you start to realize that she really isn't there for you the way that you are there for her and you start to realize that the only time she comes to you the only time she talks to you the only time she wants to be around you is so that she can talk about herself or talk about her problems and kind to dump her stuff onto you and you begin to realize this and start to understand that the relationship is not equal or it's very one-sided or maybe you start to realize that her constantly dumping all of her issues onto you is draining to your mental health so you decide you're going to set a boundary and you're going to let her know hey i'm here for you but i've been feeling like our relationship is one-sided i'm there for you whenever you need it but i feel like you're not there for me or maybe you say something along the lines of i'm here for you but before 
before you tell me any issues or problems you may have, please ask me if I am in the space to be able to support you or receive whatever you're going to tell me. So let's say you inform your friend of these boundaries that you're setting in place and she responds by saying you're not a good friend, you're not there for her, you're selfish, whatever. It's in those moments where it's so important that you uphold your boundaries and you don't allow other people to make you feel guilty for setting a boundary. And I'm gonna tell you what I used to tell myself when I was working on this because this is something that I struggled with. What that is, is you are not a bad person, you are not selfish for setting boundaries for yourself. There's a quote and it says, the only people who have a problem with you setting boundaries are the people who benefited from you having none. And I think that quote is so powerful because there will be people who try to make you feel like a bad person, who try to make you think that you're selfish, who try to make you feel like you're not there for them or that you don't care or whatever just because you are deciding to put yourself first, not allow yourself to be taken advantage of. I'm here to tell you, you are not. So don't let anyone make you believe otherwise. The second shift that I needed to make in order to cultivate more self-love was to remove myself from environments that do not support my healing, my self-love, and my growth. The environments that we surround ourselves in will either help us heal and grow or it will hurt us and stunt our growth. When I say environments, I mean your friend group, your work environment, and even sometimes family. So I read this analogy online, I can't remember who said it, but the analogy says, imagine soil so toxic that nothing will grow. No matter how good our seeds are, our farming techniques and the weather are, nothing will grow. The same thing happens when we try to thrive in toxic environments, nothing will grow. So in other words, your environment is the soil, your habits and your thoughts are the farming techniques and the weather. And basically you can try to think positive thoughts, you can try to have healthy habits and do everything you possibly can to heal and grow and thrive in your life but at the end of the day if the soil that you are in aka your environment is toxic you will not be able to grow and flourish to your fullest potential sometimes what that can look like is you removing yourself from your current environment and even being alone for a period of time and that's okay if I've learned anything in my journey is that it's better to be alone and in peace than to be around people and not have peace. I can make a whole other video all about cutting people off or removing negative people from your life or removing yourself from negative environments because there is so much that goes into that but what I will say for now is that when it comes to friends and people that you don't have to associate yourself with and they are not supportive in your healing and in your growth do yourself a favor and remove them from your life. It doesn't matter how long you've been friends, it doesn't matter what you guys have been through, none of that matters. When it comes to family members, I know that it may not be as easy to cut off family members. So if you have a family member that you consider unhealthy or toxic, avoid having to see them or talk to them or hang out with them as much as possible. If it's not an obligation or if it is not mandatory to see them or to talk to them, then don't. Limit to how much access they have to you. Let me know if you guys would like a, another video on navigating unhealthy relationships and toxic environments and things like that because 
But let me tell you, I definitely have experience with that and I've learned quite a bit in navigating those types of environments. The third shift I had to make in order to cultivate more self-love was to stop engaging in negative self-talk. So I know this is a pretty obvious change to make if you want to love yourself more and for self-growth and all of that, yet so many of us still engage and negative self-talk the thing with negative self-talk is that it can be really subtle sometimes negative self-talk doesn't have to sound like saying i hate myself or i'm so stupid negative self-talk shows up in many other ways and i wrote a list of examples of what negative self-talk can sound like and i'll read them to you now so negative self-talk can also sound like i can't do this there's no way that can happen for me. I don't look good in this. When will I ever learn? There's no point in me trying because it's not going to come out good anyway. People don't care about me. I'm not as pretty, smart, talented as her. I'm broke. I'm too old. I'm too young. It's going to be one of those days. Nothing ever goes right for me. These are just some examples of what negative self-talk can sound or look like. There's obviously an endless amount of negative self-talk that we can engage in but i'm sharing these examples just to show you guys that just because you don't tell yourself that you hate yourself or that you're ugly or that you're stupid it doesn't mean that you don't have some form of self-talk going on if you've heard the quote there's power in the tongue then you know how powerful these types of statements are and if we don't change the way that we talk to ourselves we will continue to block our blessings we will continue to sabotage ourselves we will continue continue to stop ourselves before we even give ourselves the chance to try something and we will continue to let fear self-doubt get in our way start paying attention to your thoughts start paying attention to the things that you tell yourself so the fourth shift i needed to make in order to cultivate more self-love was to stop betraying my intuition i have so many stories of me betraying and not listening to my intuition and later regretting it i'm not even exaggerating when i say every single time i refused to listen to my intuition or i ignored it something has happened that caused me to regret not listening in the first place there are so many reasons why we ignore our intuition it could be that we don't trust ourselves to know what is right for us it could be that we can't hear it because we are so out of touch with our intuition or it could be that we seek validation from other people and we go to other people to tell us what to do and to tell us how to feel and what's right and what's wrong and that is not a good thing because the only person who could tell us what is right what is wrong what is the right decision to make is ourselves our intuition is simply here to guide us it is our inner compass it is our inner gps it is here to show us the way i actually have a few journal prompts that are helpful in getting in touch with your intuition if you want to check those out just head over to my instagram at miss jasmine shaw and it's under my journal prompts highlight i have amazing journal prompts to help you get in touch with your intuition and get you more into your heart and less in your head as cheesy as that sounds but it's so important that we do listen and trust and honor our intuition in order for us to really lead the path of least resistance listening to your intuition is one of the greatest acts of self-love well, there you have it, my loves. These are the four self-love shifts I made that helped me change my life. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I would love to hear what self 
what shelf, what self-love shifts you've made in your own life. Try saying that five times. And um, if you enjoy this episode, I would so appreciate if you could screenshot this episode, post it on your Instagram stories, tag me in it. Let's chat about what your favorite parts of this episode were. I love hearing from you guys and it being more of an interactive experience. And don't forget, if you are interested in Manifest a New Mindset, the link to that is in the show notes along with any other important information that you may find useful and that is all i have to say so as always until next time remember to just glow with it